0: right hello Hello, guys (laughs) welcome to another episode of my best friend's podcast we have our second guest today very exciting and we have a guest that we've known for a very long time their name is Mika we've known them from school and we're going to talk all things gender identity hello friends nice to have you
1: Oh, I said hello at the start when I shouldn't have. (laughs) We
2: we say a lot of things
1: that we probably shouldn't
2: have It's a a very informal setting, don't you worry.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love it. I've been catching up with the podcast and it's just amazing. And you've actually come leaping bounds, by the way, And just the little subtle ways. I remember listening to like the first one and all I heard was... (laughs) Uh. Sorry oh, listeners. So slamming the...
3: Oh, that's
1: yeah. <laughs> um, it's uh, no seriously, it's been absolutely blast. Um Thank totally didn't just know. listen to them all like yesterday. Oh, that's
3: <laughs>
0: amazing. This is why you're on, because basically we just need the ego boost. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That's that's why I exist. Not for <laughs> my own ego i'm just a first ball that gives everyone else ego boosts
2: <laughs> love to see it absolutely love to see it
0: but yeah like thank you so much on our part for coming on like we know it's a really complex topic and like yeah. it's so nice to have someone on who actually knows what they're talking about has experienced it and yeah, like
2: is passionate about it as well yeah because like, you know it'd be yeah. very different if we were just to talk about it and we don't do you know what i mean like it's not our kind of experience to talk about really so yeah we're so glad that we're here
1: well so you have brought up things in the past. I'll say as you know, someone that was mainly an ally, saw themselves an ally, and has come into you know the circle as being someone that's trans
3: yeah.
1: identifies as non-binary. Um, you guys are, are brilliant. I use I use things like guys. I kind of say like I don't say things like guys on a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you two are brilliant with you know little things you bring up your inclusive language. Um, it's the best thing that can happen uh, for just people generally, not even just that identifies allies but just people that exist using inclusive language and yeah I just feel included in your podcast not just as a listener but as my identity so, in, oh,
0: in doing yeah. that. so much. that's like honestly like such a big compliment
2: I for know us. like that does really mean a lot I think as well like I've kind of realized like even like the past week like how much of the language we use is like heteronormative language as well and like obviously like I personally like can't imagine like how alienating that is because I like do you know what yeah. I mean, that I am heterosexual myself so therefore I think do you know what I mean it's just something that's so very small that yeah. like we can change but makes such a big difference yeah, like to um, people um so yeah. yeah it's nice to know that like okay, are, okay.
0: yeah uh-huh. okay I just wanted to jump in as well and just say I also use like terms like bud, mate, buddy like, I yeah. do that shit all the time. If there's ever anything you're, you're like, I prefer not to call me that, just say, because yeah. honestly, yeah. it just slips off the tongue at this point. And, like, I do genuinely mean it as, like, gender neutral, like, friendly terms. But, like, at any point, you're just, like, not a fan of that. Just let me know. Just let me know.
1: Yeah, definitely. The, the hardest thing for people that, the only thing that would ever bug me that doesn't bug me, you know, it's the only thing that affects me is I love my name. It's, like, one of the best things that's happened to me is, is discovering my name. Yeah, I think that's for many people is when they discover something about themselves. And it's normally one big thing. Maybe that might be clothes. Maybe that might be just personality. Lots of people, it's the name. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's the pronouns as well. But for me, it was the name. Um, I never related to my name, ever. My old name. And um, for me, Micah uh, is not far from what it used to be. Mm-hmm. um let the listeners guess but <laughs> unless you guys make a mistake don't worry if you say it don't worry <laughs> um, but um yeah micah meant a lot to me um and just how easily people have slipped into it mm-hmm. also continuously gives me that that positive um gender euphoria kind of vibes.
3: yeah
0: that's fantastic so just i feel like we've already we're already deep in it which we love to see but I just wanted to start from the start. Would you mind giving a little introduction about yourself? How you identify pronouns, stuff like that, just so we can get that right off the bat and then get into the your questions.
1: Of course, so I'm Micah. Uh, I identify as gender non-binary, uh, gender fluid, and gender queer, um, kind of just lots of terms that mean to me different aspects, but in the end, gender non-binary is is the easiest one to go for. Uh, I use they, them pronouns, um, but as a person, I'm fine with people using pronouns that kind of go with how I look Mm -hmm. and how I present. I normally encourage people to not feel bad if they use he, him. Mm -hmm. Um, I would be ecstatic if someone used he, her. It means I'm doing something right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, and to say, as a joke, there's no right way to do things. There's no right yeah. way to do things. Um, and passing is not a, a goal. Passing's a kind of, I think, a, an old concept that relies on old ideas uh, and views on femininity and masculinity that yeah. don't really exist in the modern day. Um, but it's great when people feel like they pass. That's something that makes them Better, yeah. and we passing is passing as another gender
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, or as a gender that you represent.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. If you identify as a gender, you're that gender, simply.
2: Yeah. 100%, yeah.
0: Sorry, I went
1: on a little tangent. Well, <laughs> all
3: the Honestly,
2: yeah. It. it happens all the time, but I think as well that kind of like is what starts like other conversations, is like when you're like deep in a tangent and you're yeah.
0: like, oh, 100%. here's something else. We, so, we literally, so just before we came on with you, we've recorded our episode on diet culture. And about 10 minutes of that is me talking about cream eggs. So honestly, anything oh, goes. Anything goes.
1: I, I really want a cream egg. Let's get on another 10 minutes and cream <laughs> eggs come on two podcasts <laughs> in a row. Get <laughs> to the
2: shops to get some cream eggs. Tesco,
0: yeah. five for two pounds and it's fucking dangerous, to be honest with you. I
1: you know, I was I, I was on, because we were like, it was late last night. There was something happened. We couldn't get a food shop. We're like, what the delivery that. Getting a food shop, and I saw cream eggs because it's delivery from Morrison's at the grocery shop. It's so expensive, You're yeah. like, oh, is worth it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, delivery grocery shops, right? Sorry, we're already in a tangent, <laughs> but I just <laughs> I this point, right? They're fucking money grabbing bastards. Like, I went in, I think yeah. a similar thing. I went to get like a wee bit of a food shop, and it was like, I can't remember, what it was it? Probably was cream eggs actually, and like they were going for like four fifty for five. I was like, yeah. "You dirty bastards!" Like they're
2: two
1: pound in Tesco, honestly. Yeah. They know that losers like, uh-huh. will prevail. Yeah, they or, know like, all... inconvenience yeah. will prevail. Do you know what I mean? I need to. I need to stop. I will go on about my whole list <laughs> of <the> <laughs> items. I know exactly what they were and how much more expensive <laughs> they were. You pulling up the never delivery. Never bought so many. Yeah, never bought so many uh, off-brand items in my life for the <laughs> exact same value they actually are. Um, oh, it's so funny. But um, yeah, so. <laughs>
0: back to the actual topic, back <laughs> to the actual topic. So next really up right. is like we just want to know like what does gender mean to you?
1: Mm-hmm. So we, we've discussed a list of questions that might be discussed and uh, they can be very intertwined.
3: Yeah, 100%. Um,
1: so gender to me, I'm um, going to use a concept or a term that people are going to be fed up hearing or annoyed with is it is completely a social construct. Yeah. Um nearly everything, lots of things are social constructs. Mm-hmm. Um, you, if, I'm guessing a lot of your listeners will be kind of our age, yeah. younger, at uni, out from uni or high school, um, we know how much of time is a social construct.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, how other people see time and how we see time is very different. Yeah. Uh, the same thing with gender, it can mean a lot, it can be very important and serious, there's mm-hmm. times in history where being male and female as a binary structure is the only thing that might have worked. That's why it's a social construct. It yeah. changes at clothes, close per person, per society, whatever. Uh, to me, it wasn't so much discovering that, it was just feeling that.
3: Yeah.
1: And feeling the time we're in. Um, and the slow progress of time has allowed me feel more comfortable because I've felt it myself Being like oh what even is non-binary what even is gender norms and all that like just you know it's just sex isn't it it's just what your sex is is what your gender yeah. is and um, people could say whatever it's actually slowly realizing and being at uni and um, being around many people I'm not just saying uni for education but uni isn't being around different people yeah of course um, you start to see, realize how important gender is a concept, that is not just biological sex. Um, so Gender to me is that positive feeling you get when someone recognises something that you've done, when you're feeling it in your gender. Mm-hmm. So maybe, for example, when I was presenting my mask, masculine, wearing a really nice shirt, really nice shoes, mm-hmm. and someone was like, oh, you're looking really handsome today, looking very dapper, masculine terms, yeah. accepting my masculine identity that's gender euphoria even if you're a cis you know you feel good about that it's the same way as feeling I feel really gender weird today I feel weird with my gender I feel great i um, wearing my baggy pants with my blouse on my mm. big boots uh, I've not done any makeup and I've just got my hair all weird and someone says you look awesome today. you're looking really chic my brother told me one time you look chic like that's amazing.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, that's
1: really cool. Didn't say I look beautiful. Didn't say I look handsome. Said I look chic. I think chic is such a is, is a word we should use more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a not... hard, it is. <laughs> um, I guess chic is quite you know feminine. You know, it literally is related to like chic. You know.
0: Yeah, I would uh, say it's more like like about the style though specifically. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Really stylish, like you know, you put together well, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and you can reclaim words as well. That's the best thing. Um we're already going on off topic. Oh, don't stop. <laughs> <joke>. Don't be <laughs> doing, yeah. uh, but you can reclaim words as well. As you're saying, we you use such um kind of like heteronormative words and uh a lot of masculine words, you know, slang, dude. You know, I do that I do that all the
0: time. I don't know if you remember, but even high school, I was always yeah. dude me, yeah. buddy, and I still do it. And the thing is, like, so I have a non-binary client and I've always got to check with them, like, like, do you because I just, oh, all right, dude. And I'm like, fuck, like, is that cool? And thankfully, they're sound as fuck and it's absolutely fine. But it's just like it's just so it just slips off my tongue. It's but you're right, it's always the masculine terms. Like, I don't really use gal, babe like that's mm. just for some reason it's just not terms of adopted i just tend to like the friendly terms that i use are always dead masculine i've got no idea why actually like we're thinking about
1: uh... it's the it's patriarchy isn't
3: it, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll down it. <laughs> we're just
1: getting rid of everyone remember your um your woo woo podcast you always at it end, it's like oh nobody's here that doesn't want to listen anymore. let's <laughs> just get rid of all the t- 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 <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah I uh, highly doubt any transphobes or any Facebook (laughs) fans are gonna make it this
1: deep into the podcast if I'm being honest Uh, but yeah it's like we use a lot in our relationship we have a lot of um uh kind of like affectionate terms Mm -hmm. um and we're quite you know it's great lockdown because we didn't have to be around anyone else yeah. when we're around people today we literally make them vomit with how cutesy and okay. <laughs> silly we are but a lot of them for me it'd be like you know boy you know you say like oh you know um got oh, a good boy you know it's, it's very silly it's very but like we just say at the start we're like oh should we use that i'm like spelt an eye spelt that's, yeah.
0: Oh my god that's what I say because like I, I always like like affectionate boy or happy boy and it's always yeah. in my head it's always UI, it's always boi exactly yeah, yeah that's always what
2: I mean
1: exactly because we do it like you know you adopt it like pet names but literally almost like pet like things like oh he's a good boy you know like yeah. silly you're not being serious and not literally thinking your partner's a dog but um you know I got
0: we'll the the boy one I got off the internet because I fucking love a meme so, like, B-O-I definitely <laughs> came from the meme somewhere. Like, that's 100% where i got that
1: from. Oh, boys are great. Yeah, I gotta love a, yeah, the, the literal changing of an I with an E never meant more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Um, we can slip into the other parts as well if you want of the questions. Sure.
2: Um, Just like battle them off as it feels natural to you like don't I don't wait on it. Yeah,
0: I actually if you don't mind, I'd quite like to know about your personal experiences of like finding your own ad- gender identity and like and how you got I, there. Yeah,
1: uh-huh. I, this is one I was thinking a lot about. I think always, you know, because you're still you still are. You know, yeah. I I think for a lot of people um a lot of studies and surveys show Uh, even trans people that are uh, represented, that believe they are a binary gender, Mm -hmm. still feel they're fluid. Right. You know, they can slip in between. And it is always kind of a journey. Gender is gonna be for most people a journey because it is, you know, mostly fluid for everyone. Um, Whether that is like very fluid and you can literally change and swap by the hour, by the day, how you're feeling, or over decades do you actually feel, you know, very feminine and then you start becoming more masculine, more yeah. bitch or whatever, uh, and there's very slight things. For me, it was starting in high school, surprise, surprise, when I kind of represented more kind of like queer-facing, mm-hmm. you know, bi, curious, you know, I didn't date anyone in high school, um, and it always kind of like represented me that I was just kind of, I was thinking maybe I was just gay, you know? Yeah.
3: Um,
1: and these kind of like, my personality is a, a huge part of why I decided, you know what,
3: mm-hmm.
1: let's just try this out. Let's try different pronouns and change my name, try and think of a different name because my personality just doesn't fit in with what I was brought up around mm-hmm. masculinity. And I wasn't brought up around a very masculine system. Mm-hmm. And I think a large part of the foundations of how I see gender, I just re- realised last night I was talking to my partner, you know, is my mum. My mum, like, was a single mother, represented, you know, the kind of, like, women's liberation, in a sense. You know, was a teacher, went to uni, had kids at uni, was a prison officer, you know, because we were in the classes. Yeah,
0: I, no, I remember, <laughs> I remember all the stories, man. I, sorry, I just wanted to say, go I, right, do, right. I to this day, talk about your mum so fucking fondly. <laughs> yeah. Like, see, when I think about, you know you think about teachers that made a big impact, it's your mum, and I don't know if you remember her, we knew her as Miss Garrett, she's married now, but the history teacher, yeah. those are the two that always stick out, man. Like, it's just, like she just she's so cool. Like, just so fucking cool. It's unreal.
1: Yeah. Well, my mum will always be happy knowing that. Um, the, the kids always meant a lot to my mum. It was the system of the school as the structure of that it was the only thing that made my mum move from that profession um, and the only thing that gave her challenges in that profession. It was literally, she just loved the kids and I think yeah. she'll say right back at you. Um, I, I Also, the thing is I represent a lot of people and just who I am, you know, I don't care much for myself. I'm always like, yeah, my mum's awesome. This is what mum's saying and I'll be like a vessel for my mum because I everyone's... Oh. <laughs> There's Gray, my sibling, who's a up and coming poet. And I don't care. I don't care being like the person that always brings up, you know, go listen to Gray's poetry or whatever. I don't mind that. Uh, I just love giving back. I think it is kind of like one of those things that especially when you are in like a queer circle, mm-hmm. you know, we all do have some, you know, personal issues or psychological issues. And I think one of them that is for me a uh, um, a deflecting yeah. attitude deflect like off me, focus on someone else. Yeah,
3: um.
1: But I think that's part of what's made me realise I need to kind of bring some of that back. Yeah. And the first thing I did was, right, Michael, okay, fuck it, I'll just say my dad's name. Michael doesn't represent me. Yeah. Uh, it's my dad. My dad's Michael. Um. Sorry, dad, just out on him. Uh, <laughs> you know, celebrities are Michael, weird people are Michael, you know, Michael just has such a distinct meaning in my head that's not me. Yeah. Doesn't represent me. Micah was a name that came into my head one day, it wasn't one I was like, oh I'm gonna be Micah one day, it's not a name I've always liked, I was just looking at names uh, and I was just like, I love this, I love that it's so close to my original spelling,
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, so like my family's not like the worst in my family are not transphobic; they're just the kind of, oh, I just don't get it, or it's just a bit too hard for me. Look, Andy, all you need to do is take away the E, replace the H with, the, replace the L with a H. That's all you need to do. Yeah, <laughs> love so, it, love it. My car. that's it. You know, I'm Mika. You can call me Mika if you want. So many people call me Mika. I'm like that's not how you say it, but fuck it, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like listen up, listen up. <laughs> It's good. You know, um, uh, so to get back more into really where I discovered it is through my personality. My my queerness was in my personality, um, not in my hobbies, not in the way I dress, not in like my preference of fashion. It was completely in my personality, how I felt, how I reacted to things. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I discovered myself, one of the things that kept coming to me was, oh man, I wish I could be born female and go. To male yeah I wish I, I could represent that kind of thing I wish I could wear the clothes I'm currently wearing but not have the stubble not have this muscular jaw I, I could do so much more I believe to represent me if I was just born in a different body mm-hmm. and then all these thoughts came into my head all these like emotions the, the name the that kind of view I've already like always seen myself in just came to me one night i think it was 4 a.m i couldn't sleep and i just woke up my partner and went, i'm not male mm-hmm. and i was crying i was like greeting there you go oh wow Green. it's like it's got i was just absolutely like out of it um and my partner's like hey it's okay and she's really supportive um and we've been together for two years and you know that was starting the journey and like it's hard for both of us because like you know her first thought was to support me but then we started talking I was, like imagine oh my goodness like my partner might just change one day and
3: just yeah
1: tell her no I'm not gonna change I am me I might look a bit different whatever
0: yes yeah, still
1: you exactly yeah so it's very much for me it was personality driven it's not going to be the same for everyone but it was how I felt in myself you know say soul whatever you know, yeah in the heart it was very much my personality that you know it's hard to talk about this, especially these days, because you don't want to say, like, you can start being a bit old-fashioned in it. You know, like, yeah. oh, I like the color pink, or I like this. Like, well, anyone can like the color pink. Anyone can like certain clothes. Yeah. Um, anyone can feel emotional. It's Like, oh, because that's one of the things. I'm always very emotional. People would say, oh, I am. I act like a woman.
3: Like, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, you can act like a woman and be male if you want. You know, doesn't mean you're non-binary or trans, Um, but to me it was all that connected to kind of like, I am very emotional, I always connected to female characters on an emotional level more, like my goodness, if there's nothing that shows you that I connect with women better than the hate Lisa Simpson gets in the community, like everyone hates, I'm a massive Simpsons fan, (laughs) everyone hates Lisa i'm like what the heck Lisa's the best character that shows that you yeah, <laughs> 100%. yeah
0: that's hilarious i love the simpsons but i didn't know Lisa got hate man i'm not i'm well, not happy just that
2: like, but like i remember like as like we got older like a lot of people would be like you know basically showing like these great underrated qualities that yeah. like it's a yeah. it's just like yeah. that, obviously like when i was younger like i didn't notice these things but now it's just like. Yeah like fuck, like I Lisa mean, Simpson is the one, I'm like, she's
0: that, doing that for yeah. us all. Like. Yeah I, I do love Lisa but I am a Marge stan, like I fucking love
1: Marge. Like, Marge is awesome, like Marge is great, Uh, Marge is who, is up, who I'm kind of like turning into more <laughs> <laughs> <Not laughs> than Lisa. <laughs> I would say I represented Lisa when I was a kid, you know, I liked independent cinema, I liked jazz, you know, I was like mostly because Lisa was into it I think. <laughs> Uh,
0: the, the turn... influence in us is like the best thing about.
1: Her. <laughs> yeah. No, I my partner might be listening. I know I'm Homer Simpson, right? I know I am Homer <laughs> I know I'm lazy. I know right. <laughs> in my heart, I'm a margin Lisa.
0: <laughs> Love to see that. <laughs> So just like speaking of your partner there, um, mm-hmm. she, she's cisgender, she, her, that her pronouns?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's yeah. the weird thing is like, I like to say partner more. Uh, but yeah, she's my, she's my girl.
0: No, I, <laughs> no yeah, I'm the same. I use partner all the time. And I think it was just forced a habit because I started using partner when I really realized that I was bi. And I was like, partner for me just feels better because it's like, it doesn't matter. It's either or. Got it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to double check before I start speaking. How How did she find the transition, like obviously that like kind of dramatic night and then you just have to move yeah. forward from that and figure it all out? Um, I think we used to always
1: joke that, I think one of her favourite jokes were, was at the start, um, I'm gay and she's lesbian and like we're at that for each other, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like it works in a yeah. weird way. Like she's not, she's always dating. You know uh, men but like in a way that I represent the female values and she very much represented the masculine ones for me the very supportive right. um she's one of the most feminine beautiful you know whatever you'd put for like female culture she's, <laughs> she is that she'll be happy being identified as that but you know that's how our relationship worked out <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: I think because I was so I am so feminine in, in certain emotional ways she kind of forces, has to be, more bitch. Right, okay,
3: no, no, I see you mean, yeah. like, a good and yeah, situation. A yeah,
1: exactly, but, but we always joked, like, basically a gay couple. <laughs> very, like, work um, But she, so, it's like, as I said, we are talking about it last night. That's the thing, no matter how she took it straight off, no matter if it was very supportive, or if she wasn't, I think, I don't know how she felt straight off right you know you never know how anyone feels straight off and the first thing we did was just we keep on talking about it we yeah just keep up a dialogue okay. um and to you know to emphasize that like me personally I don't think I'm going to change much I think I'm just going to represent myself the way I I, I am at home my mm-hmm. personality um but that's not always the case for people. You know, I can only talk about myself. Some people do need to change. Some people are hiding away. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can be in relationships and hiding away. Um, it's not always going to be a bright, happy ending.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, and you always have to be careful because, you know, I have a very happy life with my partner. Um, it's not always the case with everyone. And, mm-hmm. you know, is not always the happiest place to be because of society the way it's at. We can always try and bring up as much happiness as we can and people like Lucy is that star for me. She really just supports me so much. And there are worries, you know, because attractions are real thing. You can say you're going to support someone all your life and no matter how they change, but attraction is you can't be in a relationship if you're not got that attraction to them that you had in the first place.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's Lucy's worries, that, that's what her worries were, was, like, am I going to be attracted to you if there's a big change? You're worst worried there's going to be a big change.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, and she's like, but no matter what, I'm going to support you now. And she only told me these things because I sat her down and said, hey, I need to know how you're feeling.
3: You yeah. Know,
1: and you don't just say, oh, yeah, it's fine. You know, if it's not. Yeah. You yeah. can work this out and I'm giving you the space. I'm not going to react. I'm not going to be like, oh, goodness sake, you're terrible, you know, yeah. Um. That understanding that trust but no uh, I think recently she's just been like oh my goodness yeah none of my worries came through you know yeah she's really happy with how things are um she's so supportive she uses my pronouns more than I do
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um she legit told her very catholic family that I'm Micah um, uh-huh. we're not even daring trying to explain Non-binary stuff to them because they're from Slovakia. They don't even speak English. Right. Okay, yeah. in grammar as us, so it's just, yeah. it's just not possible. And they already know, like my siblings, non-binary, and they're just like, we just can't use like, what do we use pronouns wise? You know, they, yeah, they don't have that structure in their language. Uh, it's either that or extremely, you know, unattached. You know, kind of like instead of referring to someone as they, them, it's like it that oh know. i see yeah. okay uh-huh. right they don't really have it um so we don't really talk gender with her family but we talk micah's micah micah's weird micah's silly they know it micah related to them straight away you know the name yeah, micah so. was, you know good funny thing though micah means mary in their language oh <laughs> really? really it's like an affectionate term for mary or
0: yeah oh interesting it's funny how that's worked out isn't it yeah. like La- that's the and thing they that- it yeah, that's the thing
2: with language, though, as well, It's well, just, like... But names can actually, like, translate as names, completely yeah, a different
0: name. Names can mean like different things, wild. and you're absolutely like saying that, because, like, cause did you... Well, you did German at school, didn't you? Were you German? No. Were no, you?
1: I was so bad at French, they put me into Italian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in, in German, there's, like, a million different ways. Like, there's, like, so many pronouns, because there's also, like, formal pronouns. So, like, yeah. I don't know why I'm getting into this, because nobody cares about German, but... <laughs>
1: No, you're very, you're very right because that's the thing. Lucy speaks German as well. Oh,
0: amazing!
1: And that's and I have many German friends here at uni. And yeah, they're like there's the third gender in a sense
3: in German.
0: Yeah, that it's just funny how like because I never even thought about like how in another language the pronouns might just not Not be available. yeah, uh Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say when you were talking about attraction as well, what I thought was a really interesting point is, like, pe- like cisgender couples never really think about the fact that like you can just fall out of attraction of people just because like you just you change as yeah, people uh-huh. or like not even Very like physically, point. but like I've been going out with someone and like after two years I'm like. I'm not the same person i don't I'm not tra- you've not changed physically but I'm just not attracted to you anymore like it just happens sometimes
1: yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah or the other way around you know yeah, you exactly. can change they can change it was the same thing that happened with my last relationship it was just this mutual thing it was a year and a half we were together and it was just this kind of like you know it was the awkward ages
3: mm-hmm. when
1: like later teens life starts changing you yeah um, and it was just like. There was a great opportunity. This relationship it sounds really bad, it sounds like an employment thing. <laughs> there's a great kind of like time, there's a great opportunity that I discovered myself, and you're changing your personality. All this was a nice eye opener and you mm. know, a nice thing for me to see as well. You know, like my partner, my ex partner, uh, became kind of like much more into kind of like a different kind of like personality, much more. It, it made me realize. What I'm not because she was much more about like going out partying and all that and I was like an old granny that just wanted to be a, ah, a <laughs> uh, Exactly and that's where the relationship started though we both started like that you mm-hmm. know Um, we both loved just to we'd go we are up in the highlands for a while with my ex's family and literally a lot of the time we just sat at a fireplace with a dog and I was living like it was the best part of that relationship. Uh, many other things but like, like yeah I know, I know does, it means, and yeah. then that then that changes you know and mm-hmm. I think the best thing to show was she loved Glasgow and I loved Aberdeen <laughs> a, you know I love the wee small city about relationships but it's that you know me and Lucy are so connected to our personalities through what we want in a relationship, through what we cherish in people. And talking about woo-woo, we are we create mud. We are hey! a water and earth sign. Yeah, oh,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Astrology doesn't lie. It doesn't lie. It exactly. <laughs> does not lie. You make mud, like what more can you ask for, really? I
1: know. Yeah. Sorry, Alexa went off there. <laughs> um, I Oh, uh, just in case you did, it did get picked up. She says, uh, "What time is it?" Um, yeah, six thirty-seven each day. Michael loves you because uh, we get Alexa communicating to each other so when we're out the house. We'll send each other messages.
0: Oh, that That's is so sweet. Is that I is the most wholesome uh, cool, thing I've ever fucking you?
1: In my life. We are sickening.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: listening to your relationship like podcast. Your, um, your episode of single and you went yeah. to the cards. I told Lucy yes, they are the opposite from you and you. Like, my <laughs> goodness, you're like, oh, like, what's the good thing about a relationship? <laughs> Sex. That's <laughs> all <laughs> oh, you can't help it. And we're like, it's one thing we don't like. <laughs> I think living, Maybe living on the... Yeah. now, like
0: we've been too single for too long. Living right? on the single side, you do kind of like, I think it's always just like a sort of, you kind of like where you are yeah, like you're, you know what I mean you just
2: kind of gravitate to what you know don't you? yeah like, so
0: we're we're maybe a little bit we enjoy being single a little bit too much maybe. is maybe the way to put it or we're just lying to ourselves that we
3: <laughs> that. Uh, no right, I
0: actually was thinking about that I was like am I am I just pretending I don't like I, that I, I, I really miss it
1: I fucking don't that. I actually love <laughs>
0: that's
1: great I think that's the thing. You know, I said to you, I do want to talk about some of the things you brought up in your previous podcast because it is important. And it's important to the topic as well gender and how you deal with it in a relationship. Um, they, goodness, I just was going to bring up a point and just went up my head. Oh, um, okay. it just yeah. disappeared. I think see, what I was saying was, uh, and I remember, you're, what you're saying there is very accurate to what I think people are at that moment best in or the best in relationship or the best single mm-hmm. I can't imagine being single yeah you know neither of us can because we just that's our life together is just such a normal thing it's yeah. you know when we're um, you know we're worse when we're separated
3: mm-hmm. you know we
1: just don't show much affection to each other when we're separated we can't we just don't know it you know when we're together when we're um living with each other like straight off when we were dating like if we were spending time together and sleeping over for days at a time we were great mm-hmm. and then when we got a flat together there was no fears we were it bolstered a relationship these yeah. things can normally test a relationship or make you yeah. realize oh I'm probably better single yeah. uh, for us it was like my goodness life's just so much easier with this person around you know that's- I ask for coffee whenever I want I'll get it <laughs> that helps, that's like- that, that's Lucy I don't like coffee <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> i like i just like even like, just hearing you talk about your relationship like it's just so nice honestly it's just yeah. it's really wholesome and it makes me happy just listening to it so like i could only imagine you living it you know
3: yeah
1: well it's great but hearing you guys talk about being single is like holy hell i wish i could do that because <laughs> I, I could stay sane and be single like and then i could actually probably like you know for I was like you should be careful when you're on the podcast, like sex life is one thing, you know, when you're in a relationship, you, you know, your sex, sex life is your sex life, you know, it's a for like, some people, it's not for others. Um, but we are open to the idea that attraction is not just one person, you can be other people. Yeah, I
3: mm-hmm.
1: know beforehand, um, you know, I've always been in a relationship, so and I'm in Aberdeen with all these lovely, beautiful foreign people, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh man, so like ever being with a guy, I'd love to just go with the guy. And we joke about it. We're open about it, you know. Like, oh, Lucy does all these dances and all that. It's like, oh, you know, we're probably having all the sex if we we're single. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the thing as well. Like being able to talk about this stuff. Being like, oh, I fancy that person, and then your partner being like, yeah, they're quite fit. I could see that. Like, do you know what I mean just that? Like, open dialogue, dialogue yeah. and like, there's no, there's no shame. There's no like. Well, I'm the only person um, yeah, you should think uh-huh. about. What the fuck? Like, letting go of all of that. Like, I think it's just so much healthier, you know?
1: Three years it's taken us, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not saying it was instant. Uh, um, and it goes on, we gonna make a tangent, we could be cool like, and slide into another topic. it be like, you know, sexuality and gender. What does yeah. that mean? And it's something I asked my sibling. My sibling is uh, non binary as well. Um, and it was like I was asking them what what am I you know if I was gay what am I if I'm non-binary
3: yeah
1: you know and they was like you can be anything you know you can still be gay if you identify as being gay you can be straight if you identify you know that way you know yeah. men. I'm thankfully I identify as all levels of queer that's why I like the term gender queer because mm. it's the same with my sexuality you know um I'm very much more romantically attracted to women but when it comes to sexual you know sometimes I'm very asexual and you don't feel anything for people then you know it's every color of the rainbow you you're attracted to um maybe that's long terms of uh, being single but (laughs) (laughs) uh, it's that is kind of that's a way people get into it, and I think that's how I got into it. It was like, Oh, my gay, uh, when I was a teen, and I was like, Oh, there's this beautiful, lovely gay community, and then this gay community is supportive of all different, you know, mm-hmm. groups and people. Uh, and then you discover the lovely umbrella that is LGBTQ plus community, and then you realize, Oh, heck, I wasn't gay all along, I'm yeah. just queer. <laughs> okay, I'm queer, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And then you start realizing that's my journey Um, and to me I love being identifying as non-binary. It just gives me that little feeling each day that I'm living the life I'm supposed to be living, a life that makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Um, Also despite not believing in boundaries of what genders can do, I always felt not right. If I was identifying as male I always judged myself. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, am I re- wearing something right? Am I supposed to be doing this? Or, you know, I can only have my nails painted as a joke, or like, yeah, oh, is this yeah, is a yeah. or something. You only have it black because that's, you know, like, you know, I don't like black nail paint, and I don't like doing it as a joke. I like wearing my nails because it's fun. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Know, um,
1: and the likes of my like dad, you know, my dad doesn't know. I'm I never actually said to my dad I'm, I'm non-binary. Okay. But it just gave me faith in humanity that my dad was like, "Oh, you just like doing your nails now?" I was like, "Yeah, I do," because I was doing it for my little sister, who lives with my dad, and he's like, "Oh, that's great," you know, and uh, he's just so he was just so accepting of it. He's like, hey, "Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, "That's quite sweet." I wish that was there when I identify as male. Maybe I wouldn't have had much of a hard time.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, 100%. I think as well. Like, I think just when we were talking about labels and like sexuality and gender, like. I, I always am quick to say oh well like labels doesn't matter just be who you are but like for some people labels yeah. are so important because like that's being able to say I'm non-binary like that's like you're sort of like that is your freedom like that is you being like this is who I am like so like for me like for me labels aren't so important like for a long time like I kind of use the term bisexual just because it's easiest to describe my
1: mm-hmm. sexuality
0: I if yeah. I cannot put a label on it I would because I don't I just don't like the idea of boxes but like I think labels can be really important and really empowering yeah. depending on the individual and I think it's really cool that you found these specific labels that like they don't box you in if anything else if anything they help exactly. you like get out of the box yeah Do you know what
1: exactly. I mean? and I think for you like that might be something you're sticking to because it just works with you mm-hmm. um because as I see you this is just my view and I you know might be wrong but you know bisexual as a woman is quite an historic good like thing that's gone on it was part of the women's lib yeah you know um a, a lot of women loved that term uh, i'm trying to remember her name there was this amazing book uh by this black uh, lesbian writer and she was a bit of a communist as well it was great <laughs> uh, but um it, it's really kind of like settled on that so it might make sense for people where their genders at to feel more comfortable with a certain term of their sexuality, because there's many terms that mean roughly the same thing. Um, you know, there's bisex, there's bisexual, pansexual. There's even just using the term queer. If you want, you can get really specific. For some people, they prefer that. You can say heteromantic, bisexual. You know. Yeah. Um, there's all different things so I, I i kind of really like that you use the term by because i think that's how i see you yeah you're all about you know breaking down the boundaries of the bullshit that's gone on in the female world and uh, when it comes to beauty standards and it comes yeah. to you know exercise and all that but you're still very proud of being female yeah and I guess yeah the underpinnings of women's liberation of the 70s and 60s it's you know, being a bit crazy in one way breaking the standards, breaking the boundaries, but also being proud of why you're fighting for this. You're proud to be a woman. There's, there's yeah. reasons we have labels. It's good. Uh, as someone that really just dis- dislikes certain aspects of gendering things, I love and will never want to see away people believing in certain strong aspects of the binary,
3: mm-hmm. you know,
1: to fight against, for some people, you, to fight against the patriarchy, you need a main kind of like opposing one, <laughs> which yeah, is like, you know, I would never give any, you know, um, I'm trying to think of the proper way to say it, uh, but I'm just going to say terf, <laughs> you <laughs> know, to not really give any terf, like, recognition There is still those fears that all this we fought for that what is women's identity Mm -hmm. is important
3: yeah you don't
1: want gender critical theorists saying no gender doesn't exist yeah
0: yeah i Uh, yeah i totally understand that and like i think it's funny because for me so like i i like as a woman i really like the feminine like i do i dress quite masculine i i sound quite masculine i do talk masculine but like I like being feminine. I like my feminine attributes, but I kind of like, and I don't, it probably isn't the right thing, but like, I pretty much umbrella anyone in the LGBTQ plus side is like, they're on my side. Like they're on, like, I feel like we're all on this side of like, we just want to live our fucking lives. And like, again, without like grouping people, I just see like cis-het men, cis-het white men specifically, Just on the other side
3: yeah and it's
0: like i shouldn't because there's so many lovely cis white men in the world who are so understanding so chill
3: yeah
0: but there's just whenever there's an issue whenever there's something problematic that it's usually that very that category category. Uh and it's like i just think like when people are fighting for like like feminism like to me feminism obviously as women encompasses all women but like like transgender people non-binary people like I think like obviously like gay bashing is still such a thing and it's like
3: yeah.
0: all of these yeah. all of these categories like they're just under my umbrella of like that's who I want to protect that's what I, who I want to see flourish and it's like not at the expense of like this other group but like this other group they they flourish at our expense uh-huh. yeah, quite frequently uh-huh. <laughs> do you know what I mean so just like so. that's still, how, how I kind really... of see it all
1: yeah and still you know it's what i love about the community is being more self reliant on each other rather than the system that's in yeah. place 100%. and questioning bringing down barriers being a bit more you know rebellious i think it's not me really i'm not actually that kind of person you know i'm very like understanding of you know other people's views mm-hmm. and just more kind of like go along with the flow you know i yeah. wouldn't you know i go to church you know i i le- like legitimately kind of like become more religious I, I believe a bit that you know it was through kind of my connection with religion that i was helping because like prayer makes you think of things and yeah. realize things um but you also when you're a bit more religious you're around certain people that aren't gonna be so you know fine with this yeah, with yeah.
0: Elves, you know they're have you um, ever had any comments
1: at church? Like has anyone said anything to you? No, no, absolutely not. Um, thanks. The uh, it's the good thing about you know, you know, in-person things. People are not, you know, if you just kind of be nice and fine to someone else, yeah. You understand and be an understanding, give them a platform, they'll most likely be the same for you.
3: Yeah. I
1: totally get why that shouldn't have to be.
3: Yeah. Why
1: we should let down our barriers for you know, those to accept us. Uh, I'm totally fine with, you know, I know very rebellious, very, you know, against the system people. Um, mm-hmm. and I love it, you know, I, I support them, but I'm very much more just, I don't mind giving a bit, you know, you know it's, yeah, in, in my sense, you know, me being a bit more open to them, being a bit, giving away some of my identity and keeping some locked away, um, that I believe helps in general. The more they see a queer figure, the more they might be accepting of other queer figures. Yeah. The more they actually start actually uh, respecting queer figures. Because a lot of it, you can tell a lot of it, a lot of that respect is, you know, a bit like, yes, i respect you, but they don't actually. It's like, there, yeah. a bit like, oh yeah, I'm totally for, I don't understand gay rights and all that but when it comes to that you know you hear that a lot yeah it's like that
0: but
1: or it's like
0: like yeah. no offense i don't mean any offense but it's like well
1: you do <laughs> you do i had a brilliant conversation there's this one guy that i really like i told him everything because we were just having this great conversation he believed in the word of life. through it all he believed in the word that every bit of god is is meant to be the good and the bad, he, he believes that the Pope was given to us and everything the Catholic Church says is has its should be mm-hmm. and because of that he had some wildly fun ideas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest he was really open, he was really fun. Yeah. he's like I don't dislike gay people I don't dislike that it gives him a bit of a barrier I think just to be like what the Bible says. I'm like, okay, I disagree <laughs> wholeheartedly, but it was a fun conversation. Um, he was the most white, rich man I've ever met. You know, you had a fiancé, you were like 22, you had literally corduroy. On. <laughs> Good Lord. Well, I, think, um,
0: I think I would have been having a much different discussion with this person than you would. I think you're much nicer than I am. <laughs>
1: That's what I'm saying. Is many people would not appreciate, they might not even appreciate me giving them any kind of leeway. That you know, sometimes that it's up to you. kind to of balance the, the the kind of like fighting against that and be like, no, yeah, why are you believing some, you know, man in the sky saying two men shouldn't be in bed together? Like,
3: yeah,
1: wake up. But to me, that's not how that's not what was going to help him to help him
0: totally see that. to
1: help him realize his beliefs are his beliefs, my beliefs are my beliefs, but I still respect you and that's fine. Yeah, you uh-huh. can respect other people.
0: I like that. That's,
1: yeah. that's what, and I believe, you know, the more he has those experiences, the less likely he's going to be yeah. transphobic to people.
0: Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. I totally agree. Um, sorry, we're just coming up for time, but I just want to ask one more question, just to, like cut us off. What advice would you give to someone who's maybe struggling with their gender identity or is even just starting to realise that maybe they aren't quite the gender that they were assigned, that kind of thing? Like, what would your sort of steps be for them moving
1: forward? So there's many, many ways depending on your situation because we all are from different backgrounds. Anyone can be, um, you know, gender non-binary. If you are in the place, reach out. Reach out to people that are around you that might be supportive. Talk to people that might be trans, that are um, allies that you know of. For me, I was in a very lucky place. I had my sibling. Uh, I had um, uh, my local uh, kind of like political person. She, she does a lot of um, campaigning for labour and then thankfully left labour. <laughs> um, she's this very like political person that I knew of and we'd met in person I just messaged her because she was one of the loudest trans voices in the community and it was lovely to give me lovely words of advice um, there was a fellow friend I had that was going through the same thing as me Um they identify as non-binary but they still show a lot of their original like of you know femininity in okay. a way you know they didn't really have to transition and talk to someone like that like i don't feel like transitioning too much you know mm-hmm. is that wrong you know do i have to like not wear my clothes can i do i you know whatever talking to someone like-minded finding mm-hmm. someone like that is great it's not always going to be the place it's not always going to be the case for people um i'm going to send uh, nicole some links hopefully whenever you post this you can put up some things there's some great places online you can go to Mm-hmm. um that will give you more information uh, possibly give to other people uh, you know let other people read that if you have discovered your gender you know you want other people to be more understanding mm-hmm. these resources can help them um and i think in general just be careful with also what advice you read online as well and how you look for it I have looked up so many times, just Google gender non-binary and the amount of disgusting things you see. Uh, Even even just an article from The Guardian saying, is gender non-binary a real thing? Can just make you feel shit. Yeah. Be careful as well when you're looking online. Um, Take links from people you respect. Um, YouTube is a great place for some amazing voices
3: Mm
1: -hmm. and terrible voices as well. I'm going to send you if you're okay with a few Absolutely. YouTubers that I genuinely like has helped me so much mm-hmm. um, the uh, philosophy tube mm-hmm. Um she's this uh, philosopher that's been going for years and years and years and she had this one video that was coming out and I genuinely think that kick my brain
3: oh, yeah. on how
1: I felt and it was the most beautiful video that's ever existed so there's lots of things that have helped me, that might help you, come um, on, t- you're trans, Nicole, do you not know? Of <laughs> I'm I'm going to make you trans, Nicole. <laughs> uh, that is our real agenda. <laughs> yeah,
2: the
0: queer agenda, we all know it exists,
2: we all know it's there. Uh,
1: and if you're okay with this, I'm gonna, you can cut it off at the end, Um, but if you're okay with this, I'm going to shout out to Bree. My sibling, Gray Crosby, poetry. Um, they work with the BBC Social a lot. A lot of their videos, a lot of their poetry, is gender based. Um, they had an amazing poem out for Christmas, and um, yeah, people like that. Uh, and also look in your local community. A mm. lot of um, even a uh, YMCA. There's a lot of stuff as well. Um, many places do a lot of things. Um, in your local community. I know up here uh, it is, oh my goodness, is it six, six peers, six pillars, I think six pillars in Mm -hmm. Aberdeen. is a great um, LGBTQ plus charity that's just starting, starting off the ground, starting from nothing. So wherever you are, there might be something like that. So look out for that as well. Um, But yeah, and your friends and everyone's around you will be supportive if they love you and they love the person you are they will be supportive of you and if they're not then they're not true friends and they don't truly love you um i think is a key message when it comes to discovering things about your personality amazing
0: thank you so much for this chat honestly like yeah it's just it's it's,
2: very insightful it's so nice uh to chat about
0: all this stuff and just like such a relaxed environment. And yeah, like we've really enjoyed it. So we just wanted to say thank you so much for
1: coming on. Oh thank, thank you. This was great fun. I know this was just all an attempt to get contact with me so you can get my mum on for the video. Really <laughs> I know Honestly. this is I know this is all a part of your agenda.
3: I mean
1: <laughs> I'm I mean if she's quite I mean,
0: <laughs> if
1: your mum, <laughs> like
3: I'm a girl so hard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, this has been awesome. I love your podcast. I'm not blown smoke up your RC because this is genuinely a great podcast and it's so fun to listen to. I literally listen to like six episodes in a row. Uh, and, um, it's that meme, you know, that meme where the guy's smiling at the billboard and the people laughing and you're like, oh, these are my friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Right, I'm going to stop recording. Give me two seconds.